Hi, my name is Oluche Ajogo and you're welcome to Enrich Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Here we get our lives enriched with the word of God. This is season one, episode four, and it's a season titled God's Love. But we've been looking at who God is. We've addressed who God is to us and we are dwelling now on the facts. Today we'll be looking at what God is like. But before we dive in, let us pray. Father, we thank you for another opportunity to grow in you. We ask for understanding. We ask, Lord, that you help us to keep growing in you. In Jesus' name, amen. So, what is God like? There's an interview question that says, how would you describe yourself? So, let me ask you today, not how you would describe yourself, but How would you describe God? What is God like? John 4, 24. God is spirit, a supernatural being. And those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Let me take it again. God is spirit, a supernatural being. And those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Let's break this down. First, God is spirit. He's not just any kind of spirit, but he's a supernatural being. I thought to myself, what is a supernatural being? And I looked through the dictionary. A supernatural being is an incorporeal being, believed to have powers to affect the cause of human events. An incorporeal being, or rather incorporeal, means having no material existence, no shape, and no physical body. So God is a supernatural being. God is invisible. And God is not just any kind of spirit. God is a personal spirit. He is a someone. God is not a thing. He is not a something. He feels, he desires, he has all the expressions of a personality. But he is not bound by a body. He is a personal spirit because he has his name. Just as we have our names, God has his own name. So God is invisible and he is not bound by a body, which means he is unlimited. He is invisible. To be invisible means to not be seen. So we can't see God. He cannot be seen. Even when Moses asked to see God face to face, God said no because no man sees God and lives. So we can't see God face to face. Now, if you should search through the scriptures without understanding, you might really question or you might get to a place where you question if God is really invisible because you would read passages that said people saw God. Then you would also see places where the eyes, the hands and the feet of God were mentioned. But that is if you read without understanding because those were manifestations of God and those manifestations had different meanings. First, let's look at what it means to see. To see means to be aware of, to perceive with the eyes or see by sight. It means to observe by personal experience. So seeing God could also mean to be aware of God, to understand God, to observe God by personal experience, to observe God through personal experience. In the book of Isaiah, prophet Isaiah said he saw God. Prophet Isaiah saw God. Now Isaiah 6.1 says, In the year that King Uzziah died, in the vision, 
I saw God sitting upon the throne, high and lifted up, and the skirts of his train filled the most holy part of the temple. Isaiah went ahead to explain the seraphim that stood above him. Now this verse could also mean that in the year King Uzziah died, Isaiah came to understand God. In the year King Uzziah died, Prophet Isaiah came to a place where he observed God by personal experience and manifestation. He came to a place where God manifested himself to him. Now, God manifested himself as a king, one sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up. Other verses of the Bible where different parts of God were mentioned, places where his hands were mentioned, could also mean God manifesting himself in form of a hand. Now, a hand enables execution. The hand enables performance. The hand can also stand for protection, for help, for discipline, and for deliverance. Let's look at Psalm 1012. Psalm 1012, it says, Lord, lift up your hand, O God. Do not forget the helpless. So here the psalmist was crying to God to lift up his hand. In this context, the hand can stand or represent help and not forget the helpless. He was asking God not to forget the helpless. So here the hand of God symbolizes help from God. There are other verses where we could read on the eyes of God. One of which is Psalms 32, 8. God says, I, would counsel, I will counsel you with my eyes upon you. Now, this is not God saying he will counsel you with physical eyes or like any human being. But this is God manifesting himself here as the eye. The eye enables vision. The eye contributes to our balance. So in this passage, it can mean that God is saying he would enable our vision. He would counsel us. He would control our balance. The eye also means attention. It means the ability to notice, to observe, or to guide. So, Psalms 33, 18, that says, Behold, the eyes of the Lord is on those who fear him, can also mean the attention of the Lord, the guidance of the Lord, is upon those who fear him. God is invisible. We can't see him face to face. We see his manifestations. The fact that God is invisible does not mean he cannot be known. The fact that we can't see him face to face does not in any way mean that he cannot be known. We don't see God directly, but we see him in his manifestations and in his creation. Yes, he has no physical form, but he becomes very evident to us when we believe in him. He becomes very evident to you when you believe in him. He becomes evident to me when I believe in him when you come to know him when i come to know him have you known him this takes us back to our first episode that talks on knowing god for ourselves having an experience with god isaiah had his own encounter of god and his own experience with god different people in the bible had different experience with god and that could mean seeing god you can listen to the first episode if you've not listened to it God becomes obvious to us when we believe in him. He is invisible and he is unlimited. Now, 
to be unlimited means to have no limits, to have no bounds. So God is without bounds. He is everlasting and he is eternal. He is not limited by physical body or shape. No, he has no limitations. We as humans, we have our limitations. For instance, our body limits us. We can only be at a place at a time. We cannot be in more than one place at a time. You are either here or you are there. But that is not the same with God. God is everywhere. He is not limited. He is not limited in wisdom. He knows everything. He is not limited in power. He can do whatever he chooses to do. He rules in the past, he rules in the present, and he rules in the future. He knows the end from the beginning. He is the only one that exists outside of time. He is the only one that has no beginning and will have no end. God is really mighty and great. But we as humans, there are places or there are times when we limit God. We limit God from working in our lives when we sin, when we doubt him. He's only limited from working in our lives when we sin against him. You know, when we sin and when we doubt, we place the limits on what God can do in and through us. Because he cannot behold iniquity. He can't stand iniquity. Are you placing any limit on God in any area of your life? God is spirit. He is invisible and he is unlimited. The remaining part of John 4.24 says that they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Now to worship God in spirit and in truth means to worship him from our hearts, to worship him sincerely and in reality. Worship is not just limited to singing and lifting up of holy hands. It is not just that. Worship entails, you know, using everything we have, our lives, our body, our treasure, our talent, everything we have and everything we are to honor and to reverence God. In our next episode, we'll be continuing from where we stopped today. We'll be addressing this question, what is God like from a different aspect? So don't miss the next episode. And Enrich is a weekly podcast. Yes. Share this podcast with your friends and your family. And if you have questions you would love to share or opinions, kindly send them to enrichwithbenis at gmail.com. Stay tuned and stay blessed.